Next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum has become an overnight sensation. Now what are the expectations for the freshmen? We'll tell you how freshmen have performed in their first starts at BYU and go live to, live to practice to get the latest from BYU football. Plus an emotional episode of Inside BYU Football and game day for ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball, Sierra Parker in studio. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Wednesday, September 9th. Wherever, however you're dialed in, great to have you with us once again. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with a man who used an entire box of Kleenex last night while watching Inside BYU Football, Jerem Jordan. Luckily, I'd gotten that, that out before I saw it because I did see that clip earlier in the week, as did you. Yeah, an emotional, emotional inside BYU football. I think the high of the Hail Mary had come down just a little bit, and that show was to watch. Not only that, that was obviously very exciting, but the Taysom Hill interaction with his teammates. One, you see a shot of Taysom Hill at halftime as they're looking at him, and they're seeing that it's Liz Frank, and he's going to be out for the year. Then after the game, you see the celebration of Bronco crowd surfing, which was awesome. He's done that in two of the last three games, in fact, after the game for BYU. And you see Taysom Hill crying, getting a game ball from Bronco Mendenhall. Then Mitch Matthews comes over, and this is what I think got everybody. He doesn't he knows Taysom Hill's hurt. He doesn't know in that moment that Taysom Hill's out for the season. So he asked Taysom to stand up. I don't, if he had known it was Liz Frank, I don't think that he would have asked him to stand up. He doesn't know the serious of this. So they cry it out together. And then, and then Taysom, uh, Mitch says, you okay? And then Taysom Hill tells him he's out for the season. And then Mitch is even more shredded. Emotional, powerful stuff. Oh, my goodness. That's real life right there. That's real life. Unbelievably emotional. And as I, I expected, a lot of you that watched it wrecked. <laughs> felt the same way. This episode of Inside BYU Football will air immediately following BYU Sports Nation today. So compelling. I mean, the opening scene is in fall camp weeks earlier. Jason Beck drawing up the Hail Mary situation. Called 84. <laughs> and you see, you see him drawing Mitch Matthews' route. Running across the field. And you see, you see uh, you know, Taysom Hill, Tanner Mangum, and Bo Hodge watching. And then they executed that play. And the backup executed that play. No one gives you this kind of look into BYU football. Inside BYU football, again, as Spencer mentioned, airing right after BYU Sports Nation today at 1 Eastern time. You can catch it online. It's every week, Tuesdays at 7.30. I re- I'm really enjoying this look into BYU football, like access that, you know, at times we're not even given. As, Slow as motion, Tanner Mangum right before he makes the final throw. Chills. Just... Epic music. Really entertaining stuff. It's a beautiful thing. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Both college football polls are out. Week number one in the books. BYU is the second team out in the AP Top 25, fifth out in the coaches poll. The Cougars host 20th-ranked Boise State this Saturday. Countdown to kickoff live 7.30 p.m. Excuse me, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. 
Nine Eastern. Nine Eastern time. I think I put that in there. It's nine Eastern time. <laughs> Sorry. Nine Eastern time. Speaking of nine, number nine women's volleyball plays its first home match of the season tonight against Idaho State at nine Eastern as well. Live on BYU TV. Spencer Linton back in the Smith Fieldhouse calling volleyball. Sierra Parker will join us coming up. BYU women's soccer jumps from number nine to number five in the polls Woo! despite a one nothing loss to number two Stanford. The Cougars host Utah State and UNLV this week at home. The Bears cut fullback Paul Lasique due to worker visa problems. That's a real-life problem, too. Lasique tweeted, I'll be back, Chicago. I'll get this visa sorted out, and I'll be back. Apparently, he every time he switches teams, he has to renew something. He also used the hashtag international problems. Because <laughs> it's a new job for him. You know? He's going to be back. So I was like, wait, what? I was super confused when I first what? saw that. Why would they sign him only to just cut him? Paul CK is going to be back in the NFL. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Next man up. Uh, now it's just, you know, I do the best I can to do my part, to prepare, to work hard, to practice hard, and that's how it was during the game on Saturday. Just, you know, but the guys around me made it easy. And I, I wasn't worried with, because I knew I had, I had guys around me that were going to make plays. And I think that's just how I was going to keep going. I just got to be me and, and keep doing the best I can. Tanner Mangum one-on-one with Jerem Jordan earlier this week. BYU football begins a new era this Saturday night when the true freshman Tanner Mangum makes his first start against the 20th-ranked Boise State Broncos. He'll do so with an extra bright spotlight after the Manga Miracle at Nebraska, Sports Center interviews, number one play in the country, ESPN campus hero last night. He's got a media circus following him around to profile his improbable story. It'd be hard not to get caught up in that. Right off your mission, you're like, things are going pretty well right now for me. I'm the man. He's not like that, though. In my extended sit-down with him I, and conversations with him, I realized he's very level-headed. In fact, I, I told him, I said, you're very level-headed about this. Like, keep, keep this up. I'm impressed. This, this is going to help you. He gets it. I don't think he's checking his mentions all day. You know what I mean? That's, that's not him. He just wants to win, man. He, just, he reminds me of Max Hall. He just wants to win. Throw in the fact that it was his birthday yesterday. He turned 22. He's got Janine Edwards he's of ESPN. So mature. And a camera crew following him around. But you're right. He exudes poise. That is what... From what we can tell, and we haven't seen that much. He's only been out for eleven passes for three months, and we've seen eleven passes on the field. So, just for a moment, let's take a step back from the hoopla. Wait, what? Why? And put on the wide-angle lens. That brings us to our Twitter question: What are your expectations for BYU with Tanner Mangum as quarterback? That's my quarterback. Use hashtag BYUSN at Dwight C Lane. My expectations for Tanner are to bring back the glory days. Of BYU football. Okay. Blue goggle alert. Yes. Blue goggle alert. Blue goggle alert. Slowly, please. Freshman quarterbacks. How much time? Let's give him a learning curve. Are you allotting him to bring back the glory days of BYU football? More on that in a moment. Well, no. I'm going there now. I give him the whole season. I don't give him a game or two or three. Because guess what? September's the toughest September BYU's ever played. Maybe. Right? You could argue two other seasons were tougher. Give him the whole season. Here's the reality check. BYU with a true freshman quarterback in Tanner Mangum. They host the 20th ranked team in the country, a team that returns 17 starters from a New Year's Six bowl game winning club. Boise State, that's muy bueno. 
A team that dropped 55 on BYU last year. Now, BYU does not expect to give up 55 this week. In fact, I think it'll be high 20s, low 30s like we saw at Nebraska again. But it's a good team. And then UCLA is the best team BYU will play. A week later. I don't know. Josh Rosen kind of had a pretty good game in week one for UCLA. I give him the season, people. I said eight wins with Taysom Hill. Now BYU is starting a true freshman. I think Tanner Mangum is going to be a very good quarterback, but I'm going to give him time to develop because freshman QBs at BYU have not had stellar success if they're the primary starter. I don't care who the quarterback is. There will be freshman mistakes. There will be bad games, and that's 100 million percent okay. Growing pains, all for the better. But it's not fair to Tanner Mangum to expect all-American caliber play on a consistent basis. That's different than hoping for it. Can you hope for it? Absolutely. And it could happen quickly, Spencer. He could figure things out after a couple games and really be good. And he might. I mean, I think he's going to be one of the best, you know, BYU quarterbacks that we've seen in, in the past few years. I think he's got it. I think he has it. The poise, the maturity, the arm strength, the knowledge of the playbook, the leadership. But he's a true freshman. It just takes time. We don't want Jake Heaps part two here. And I don't think he's Jake. No way. I think he's Tanner Mangum. I think he's Elite 11. I think he's a return missionary. I think he's a guy that gray-shirted. I think he's a guy that just made a play and wasn't lucky, but that put himself in situations to succeed, and he'll be good. But how fast? We will see. He could throw for 300 and beat Boise State this Saturday, and I wouldn't be surprised. Hope for it. And I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm not going to expect him to be a baller Right away. That's the thing. Temper the expectations. Give him some time to transition into what this position really is at BYU. And because of the history, there are just the standards are so high. Temper the expectations. Normally, I'm the one screaming this. So it's fun to have you in with me in this boat. (laughs) Let's bring in our good friend, Trevor Maddich of ESPN. And he talked specifically about allowing Tanner some time because he's got some things to learn. Uh, what I see is a guy who has lots of poise, long on poise, short on knowledge of the offense. He's got a lot to learn relative to where to go with the ball rather than just see a guy open and throw it up to him. You know, anticipating and throwing it before the guy comes open is what he'll need to develop. And that comes with knowledge of the offense in practice. And that only comes with time. It comes with time. Be fair to Tanner Mangum. He is one of a very select group to be in this specific situation as a true freshman quarterback. That brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Tanner Mangum will be the fifth true freshman to ever start a game at quarterback for Brigham Young. The others are Drew Miller, John Beck, Jake Heaps, Taysom Hill, and now Tanner Mangum. You add uh, Matt Berry to the mix and then Ty Detmer who were red shirts, and he'll be, he'll be the seventh freshman, redshirt or true, quarterback ever to start a game for BYU. And, and don't look now, but you know the backups, Bo Hodge, freshman, Coy Detmer Jr., freshman. McCoy Hill's in the mix somewhere. Traveled. Uh, you know, we'll see how he fits into things. But Tanner, BYU's going to ride and die on, on his right arm. That's a lot of pressure for a true freshman. Now, here's, here's the nice thing, and here's why everyone's so encouraged. He played really well in, in the time that he was in against Nebraska. Like, he didn't make any crazy throws that you're like, wow, that was off. He made good decisions, 
In fact, when he ran, he ran for a nine-yard gain. He ran for a 10-yard gain when he needed to dive for a first down, and they gave it to him. He made heady plays. He put the ball in the Hail Mary in the right position. He lead 11 camp, co-MVP with Jamin Swinson, all that stuff. So very, very encouraging. We just need to see more volume. I, I would, and I would say, Spencer, if BYU went seven for the last 11, I would say that'd be a success. That would be a success. Seven wins? Absolutely. Plus the one? Quarterbacks coach Jason Beck will build Tanner Mangum's confidence. He'll have him make easy throws. Like Trevor talked about. Complete a few passes, get in that groove, kind of just ease him into the situation. Now, our observations of Tanner specifically during his 7 of 11 performance against Nebraska are one. He has great pocket presence. It's the it factor. He has the it factor. He was never sacked, right? He was never sacked. He's mobile. He's a decent runner. He can get up the field. He's got a strong arm and then the confidence and poise. But then another reality check. The BYU run game is absolutely in question, Jerem. And this makes me nervous. Boise State knows it. The Broncos will pin their ears back and blitz all night long. They will dare a freshman quarterback to beat them with his quick reads and his arm. Blaine Fowler talked about it. Uh, Trevor Maddich as well. That Nebraska's defensive tackles were really good. And I believe Blaine said that he doesn't think... No, Trevor Maddich said that BYU won't face a better you know, interior defense than Nebraska. So, can BYU have more of a running game? I don't want to overreact um, with the running backs either. Definitely a concern. But let's just look at this. Just take a step back for a second. Where's the strength? Where are the playmakers on offense? The receivers. The receivers. So, use the receivers more than this running game. I think BYU goes away from rushing the ball as much as they have the last two years under Gofasco hard. Because Jamal Williams not there. And they use these talented receivers. BYU's got a bunch. Nick Kurtz is, was amazing. Mitch Matthews had two TD catches. Taron Houck made some great Devon catches. Devon Blackman. Colby Pearson. Mitchell, Mitchell Jurgens. There's a lot of options, people. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. What are your expectations for BYU now with Tanner Mangum as the quarterback? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At Turnbow underscore JT. They are still very high. He is a 22-year-old freshman, not an 18-year-old top recruit. Cougs go undefeated. Too much. Come on. Too much. Way too much. I didn't think that was going to happen with Taysom Hill. And then you throw a true freshman in there? I said 10 wins with a healthy Taysom. Can you imagine 10 wins with a true freshman? And he's starting against a ranked team. I can't think of a worse stacked odds. <laughs> we'll go live to BYU football practice in about 15 minutes. But next, Michael Elisa will let us know if BYU fans should worry about the Cougar run game. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Chime in using the hashtag BYUSN. Women's volleyball is ranked number nine, Spencer. They're playing tonight at 9 Eastern time against Idaho State. Idaho State, Pocatello, home of Taysom Hill. BYU and Idaho State tonight. And as you recall, Trevor Maddich had a a strong comment, I believe it was two years ago, about this very volleyball match. I don't know if uh, Aaron Evans has that for us. Mm. Now, don't sleep on Idaho State. Oh, we won't. We will not sleep on Idaho State, Trevor Maddich. Okay, they're next. The Bengals are next. (laughs) 
9 Eastern tonight on BRT. The Mangum brothers are pitted against each other. Yes, they are. <laughs> Something like that. Lexa Gray will have all the say in them. If you're not aware, Madison Mangum, Tanner's older brother, is a senior Who played receiver. played at BYU. Uh, was walk on at the, Idaho uh, State. Club. He was number two on the Sports Center top ten with his Odell Beckham catch. By the way, Tanner told me that his brother Madison has didn't cut his hair the the whole time while Tanner was on his mission. Wow! So he's you think I have Brigham flow? That dude's got <laughs> that dude's got Pocatello flow. <laughs> Brigham flow. He can't play intramurals. <laughs> oh, you're having a great week, man. Your Am hair. I had mustard yeah, on my didn't, shirt? You, you don't have a mustard stain today. Well, why do you think I'm wearing a jacket just in case, man? Because it's freezing in this building. That's, That's true. why you're it wearing is freezing. a jacket. I don't know what happened to the heat, man. It's what still are, summer, technically. What are your expectations for BYU football with Tanner Mangum as the quarterback? At Crazy Cook Fanatic says, There is a different air of optimism with the team compared to last year. I still expect a magic season 10 wins. It's high, man. It's high. Will you be disappointed if they don't reach 10 wins? That's the question. No. You shouldn't be. No. You can't be. Be patient with a brand new quarterback. Joining us in Studio B, a man I sat next to on Saturday, hugged uh, probably a few times once the Manga Miracle was completed, <laughs> Michael Alisa. Hugged or, you know, man, that was some intense hugging. <laughs> <laughs> I think you ripped my suit jacket. Seriously? Yeah. So, so me, Spencer, David Nixon, Brian Long, we're all watching the, the, the game together. We're all, like, holding each other like this. And Mitch catches the ball. Everyone starts jumping around. It's like a mosh pit in there. And I, I ripped my suit jacket. So <laughs> <laughs> Worth totally, it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> totally redeemed yourself. Sir, Brian Logan was hugging me so hard that I was like, ow. Yeah. All Dude. of our like microphone cords that we had all like we're all queued up. All, everything was loose, <laughs> cords everywhere. I was on headset in the control room and I just screamed. And one of our guys had just ripped it off. Yeah, I just yelled into his ear. What a moment! Hey, thanks for coming on. It was great to see you. Thanks man. for having me. Yeah. Oh, we have more questions for you. Yes, oh, yes oh, we do. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's it, it's been a couple days. Um, the the high of the Hail Mary is still there, but I think I think people are starting to realize. No Taysom Hill. Okay, this means something for BYU football. So what do you expect for for, uh, for BYU with Tanner Mangum at quarterback now? I I like Tanner. Holy cow. I, I, I like the way he plays. And then he, almost as much as the way he plays, I liked his interviews. I watched all of his interviews. I, I, I'm just like a normal BYU fan. I couldn't get enough of it. This whole weekend I was watching. I watched the interview he did with you. I watched the interview he did on uh, SportsCenter. I think he's a class guy and just so poised, so mature. Um, has the right attitude of team first, came in and was just like, I'm, I'm just happy to, to help out. I love the interview he did right after the game. You guys remember that? They said, mm-hmm. so introduce yourself to Cougar Nation. Like, I'm Tanner Mangum. I'm from Idaho. Just happy <laughs> to be part of the BYU team. I love that. I, I love that he just has that, that attitude of just like, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the opportunity. I'm enjoying th- this whole moment. And uh, I, I think, you know, so sad seeing Taysom go down. What a blow. But Having a guy with a positive attitude, who's who wasn't you know looking for the spotlight, but when when it was his turn, he stepped up big, and and is just grateful to to be able to help out. Really, I think having somebody with that right attitude, he 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 has the tools to be successful this year, and so I'm, that's what I'm excited to see. And I was impressed uh, in his interviews right after the game with ESPN and Dave McCann on on our post game show. That he did not shy away from the moment, though. So he was he was funny, almost you know a little naive, you know. Ah, I'm, Taz- or, I'm Tanner Mangum, blah blah. blah. But then he's the, how are you? Re- I've been preparing for this all summer. 
Like he knew like, okay, I'm going to be in a position to need to make a play. And I did it. And I, I think that means he's ready for the moment. Does that mean BYU is going to win the rest of the games? No. But I think he's ready to handle that role. It's a major yep. credit to Jason Beck for getting his backup quarterback ready to go. Because he said, Coach Beck told me, look, at, at, at a moment's notice, you have got to be ready to go and lead this team. Mm-hmm. And I know it takes a hugely poised freshman in Tanner Mangum to live up to that. But Jason Beck, job he did with Christian Stewart – and now with the transition of Tanner Mangum. How about some credit for that guy? Michael, while, while you were watching this unfold, you were teammates with a bunch of these guys last year. What were your emotions like watching those guys celebrate on the field? Well, really quickly, so credit to Jason Beck and credit to Coach Anaya. I mean, Tanner Mangum comes in as your backup quarterback, second play in and third play. You're giving him pass plays? I love that. It's just the confidence of saying, New quarterback, but we're going to keep with our game plan. We're going to keep calling the same plays I was going to call anyway. And, and he showed that confidence in Tanner. Tanner felt that, I'm sure, and went in and performed. Watching this game unfold, my heart, my, my, my emotion, I, I just had chills. I, I, and I, I couldn't stop thinking about it all, all weekend. I, I felt so much you know, love. Obviously, you wish, you wish you're out there on the field with those guys because the feeling you have, all the hard work you put in over the offseason – and then seeing some of your brothers go down and then coming through with a win like that, your emotions are through the roof. You can't, you can't even, you don't even know what to do with your body. And we kind of saw that in Mitch Matthews. He was just like, like overwhelmed, right? <laughs> and and, and that's, that, that's the thing I miss most, most about football. Holy cow. So I, I'm so glad that, that they got to have that feeling. I mean, everyone at Cougar Nation's on a high right now. So special moment for the team. I, I, was, I was very, very happy for them. Tanner Mangum gray-shirted before his mission, which means you don't take 12 credits to start your clock. You're not a full-time student. You take less than that, but you can still hang out. You can still work out. He played a spring ball. Were you teammates with Tanner Mangum? I was. Gray-shirted I was. Tanner Mangum? In fact, in that spring ball, so Tanner, uh, Tanner Mangum, Taysom Hill, and Christian Stewart were the three quarterbacks battling for the starting gig. And it was, it was like a three-horse race. I mean, you know, they, they were all neck and neck at the end of spring ball. But everyone knew Tanner's going to go on a mission, so so that that immediately eliminated him. But I'm telling you guys, he was he was doing so well before he left on his mission. And for those of us who saw him um, and and who played as his teammate, that that spring ball, it's not really a surprise to see him perform like this now. Was that 2011 or 12? Right? That was 2012. 2012. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you juxtapose the game last year against Utah State against the game against Nebraska that we just witnessed. Taysom Hill goes out with an injury. Christian Stewart comes in. BYU still loses that game. This time, the Hail Mary takes place. The Manga Miracle is completed. BYU wins the game. How much How much of a difference will that make for the remainder of the season because BYU was able to win in an adverse situation compared to last year? Do you guys kind of think that the part of it might have been that that the you know all the starters had already experienced that once, so that maybe they're a little more mature and 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 able to to play through that. I mean, I also also read the the story about Taysom. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at this, but Taysom kept it a secret and he he swore the trainers to secrecy that don't tell anybody about my injury. And he kept playing like a champ, like like the the competitor that he is, because he didn't want it to affect his team. I, so, I was told that some guys knew it was Liz Frank in the second quarter. Oh, really? So, so some guys knew. I don't think Mitch Matthews didn't know. Yeah, yeah. The game. So, so just, just amazing like that. But I, I think that the, from here on out, 
the team's been through that before. We, we went through that last year, and, and we, we know what it's like to lose starters. And I think that, that right now the Cougars are, uh, with that coming off of that win especially and seeing that your backup quarterback can, in fact, sling the ball around, you have a lot of confidence going into this next game. And, and what's one game at a time? Yeah, I, I look at how is this going to be different this year versus last year, that it's not all on the backup. In that Utah State game, it was like, Christian, save us. And verticals were four verticals were called, a lot of the second half, and it was, it was different. This is, you could feel the team's experience play into this. The defense, hey, we're going to help the offense out. They get, got a couple stops. In the Utah State game, that was a little tougher to come by. Uh, and, then, and then plays were made by Nick Kurtz. Plays were made by Mitch Matthews. I, I could see the difference. So I expect BYU to, oddly enough, this schedule of four is very, it's a lot harder than last year, but I think BYU wins one Isn't of the next three. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You don't just yeah. drop the, uh, the next three, in my opinion. The dynamic, because BYU beat Nebraska, there's that air of confidence. So, Michael, on that note, do you expect BYU to beat Boise State on Saturday night? I do. I do absolutely, and and it's not. I, I don't. I don't think that it's going to be. Um, it, I think it's going to be a close game, but you know, I, I would, I would, I would give them a high, high percentage of, of beating Boise State this game. I, I just think that uh, we, we we have all the tools. And I think with Kai Nakua coming back at safety, I think with our, our defense, you know, really learning from their mistakes last game, I think that we're going to have a good shot. When you look at Boise State and BYU, is this a rivalry, Michael? Yeah, I would call it a rivalry. Even even if it, even if you might not think it's a rivalry, make it a rivalry in your mind. You know, let let the players uh, get hyped up about this game. Let that play to our advantage. I, I think that that's that's a healthy thing to do, and because it you know just makes you play better, makes it more exciting for the fans. So yeah, yeah, it's a rivalry. Let's it's, do it. Let's make it. It's a big game. It's a. It could be a ranked win. If BYU wins this game, they're like number twenty two next week. The the stakes are really high yep. for the Cougars and Tanner Mangum. How concerned are you about the running game? Very quickly. Oh, I, very, very concerned. I, I, I was. Ex- you guys know I was expecting you know a hundred yard rushing game out of Algie Brown this past week. We didn't. We didn't see many uh, rushes or yards from him. Um, Adam Hine stepped in and got a. He got a nice little um, scurry around the left side and the draw play. Got another long run. But I, I think that I, the offensive line. All the credit to them for being great at pass blocking. Now, if we can get those run running lanes open. I think that uh, our offense would be a lot more dimensional and, and we'd have a lot more success. So I want more running. Is that more on Nebraska's talented defensive line or more on BYU's inability to run the ball in game number one? It, it, it possibly might just be a talented Nebraska defensive line because I, I know they're all really big boys. I looked at their roster, big guys, really talented. NFL dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, those are NFL guys for sure. Now, I guess we'll, we'll just find out this game, really. I mean – We'll see how, how our guys perform because all we've seen so far is them going against ourselves in practice, you know, our scout team guys, and then Nebraska. So. And BYU's own those scout squad guys. Yeah. I mean, they, they rush those for running lanes were huge in practice, man. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at what BYU's got in terms of playmakers on the field, you look at the receivers and you go, wow, there are a lot of playmakers in there. So it makes sense to me if BYU changed, if Robert and I said, I'm going th- to throw the rock more. Let's just throw the rock more. Yet, he would lean on Tanner Mangum's arm that way. We re- you really miss Jamal Williams right now. Because if Jamal Williams yeah. is there, you hand the ball off to him, you make it easy on Tanner Mangum on second and third down. Well, but he's and, not and, there. And then you have, some, you have some type of experience in the backfield. Yes. You know, Algie, yes, he has a little bit of experience from last year. But this is honestly like his sophomore year. So, so 
you know, you don't want to throw out the word sophomore slump out there, but it, it, and it's, it was it's just possible. One game. Yeah, it's, it's just one game, but it's possible. But with, with Jamal Williams, we would have had, you know, someone with a lot of experience under his belt, a lot of stats under his belt, and, and leadership. So, yeah, yeah, you definitely miss him right now. What do, what do, you, see, what do you see happening um, in this game relative to what I just mentioned? Do you see BYU throwing the ball more, or do you see them trying to establish the run game to the same degree yeah don't go away from the run game yet okay. still try to establish that give Algie Brown and Adam Hine now a lot more opportunities to make something happen and and honestly it's going to be a battle now Algie has Al- Adam Hine nipping at his heels he might even be the guy going into this game after what he did against Nebraska 9.2 a carry on four carries yeah yeah so he he, he did I was really impressed with Adam Hine and, and honestly I don't, I don't think any of us saw that coming from Adam Hine no yeah so so that was a really nice surprise Let's hope that he can carry it on this, this week against Boise State. Back to the other side of the ball now. You played running back, and you also played linebacker last year. You played with Kai Nakua. He is back for the first game after that one-game suspension for his involvement in the Miami Beach Bowl. What kind of a difference will he make for that BYU secondary? Kai Nakua is the quarterback of this defense. I, I, I know I'll, I'll talk about Harvey Longy, but Kai Nakua really is the one with experience back there. And... Our the BYU defense is run by the safeties. The safety knows everything, every moving part of that of that defense. And I don't think Harvey Long has honestly been here long enough to really know all the ins and outs of of the defense yet. But with Kainuku back there, he's intense. He lays the wood. You know, he has some big hits coming up there. I think that's what it's going to take to to get the defense rolling. And we kind of felt his his absence against Nebraska. Had some younger guys, Matt Hadley in there. Playing his heart out, but but you definitely felt Kainuku's absence. Michael, Elisa, great stuff, my friend. Let's Happy do beer. let's do it again soon, huh? Yes, let's do it. Okay, bring the Hawaiian shirt next time. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Tim Lacombe still owes us two of those. That's that is very true. That. that is very true. He's nice to give this to us. Michael Elisa made his debut on the pre and post game shows last Saturday. Did a fantastic job in oh, bringing yeah. it on BYU Sports Nation. Up next. Ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball in action tonight on BYU TV. Their libero, Sierra Parker, will join us. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This Saturday night, countdown to kickoff is live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium at 9 p.m. Eastern time as BYU hosts 20th-ranked Boise State in the home opener. We'll break it all down, get you ready for the game live on ESPN2. Live warm-ups from the stadium. No one else can offer you that, so check that out. 9 Eastern time. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. And there's some confusion on what we've said or put on graphics. It's 9 Eastern time. Okay, 9 Eastern. Just want to make sure that's correct. 7 Mountain. 7 Mountain. <laughs> Game kicks at 8.15 Mountain. Stop 10, 15 saying Eastern. more numbers. Okay, I will stop. <laughs> Both college football polls are out. BYU the second team out of the top 25. According to the Associated Press, they are the fifth team out in the coaches poll. BYU hosts 20th-ranked Boise State this Saturday. You think a win BYU jumps into the top 25, round 22. This is a big game. Yeah, women's soccer now number five in the polls. Cougars host Utah State tomorrow. UNLV uh, Saturday. You can watch the Utah State match on BYU TV tomorrow night. Fifth-ranked BYU. Wow. The Chicago Bears cut fullback Paul Asike, but fear not. Apparently, it's due to worker visa problems. Asike tweeted, I'll be back, Chicago. I'll get this visa sorted out, and I'll be back. Number nine ranked BYU women's volleyball in its first home match of the season tonight against Idaho State. That game 
You can watch live on BYU TV starting at 9 Eastern. I'll be on the call with Kristen Kozlowski. You will see a whole lot of our next guest, Sierra Parker, the senior libero for the ninth-ranked Cougars. Sierra, welcome to Studio B. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, home opener, your senior year. What's tonight going to be like? Um, I think it's going to be a blast. I'm really excited to finally be able to play at home because we've been on the road the past couple weeks. And so um, my last first home game here, it's crazy, but I'm really excited. I think it's going to be fun. So you guys spent the first two weeks of the season playing uh, weekend matches. Now you return home. What's What have the first six matches been like for you guys in the season? They've been really good for us. Um, we've played a lot of tough, good opponents, and I think that makes us better and um, it's, it's helped us to learn a lot about us and who we are because we are a different team. We're a young team, um, but we're also a very determined and hungry team, too. So um, it's been good for us. The first six matches were great, and we just hope to keep getting better from here on out. A couple of wins over ranked teams. North Carolina was number seven at the time when you beat them. Number 24, Purdue, just recently uh, at the most latest Invitational, you the most latest. The most <laughs> the mostest latestest. The latest Invitational you played in. But then a loss to USC, who have jumped up to number six. The Trojans are undefeated. Everybody likes to learn through wins, but what did you learn about your team through that loss to a very good USC team? Um, we just learned that we've just got to keep getting better every day. And um, we we learned that, as we go, we're just going to keep playing teams that are also getting better, and and so we can't ever be complacent or you know comfortable with where we're at. We've got to just keep being comfortable, being uncomfortable, you know. So we got to just keep getting better, and um, we always say you can learn more from a loss than you can from a win, and so it keeps us humble and keeps us hungry. But you like learning from wins more. Oh, of course. I love Naturally. winning. It's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> what, what's life like uh, with the new head coach, Heather Olmstead, who was on the staff last year, but mm-hmm. now she's the head coach? Um, life's good. We love Heather. She's doing a great job. Um, she's a great motivator. She knows the game really, really well. And it's been great because it's not a major adjustment. You know, we, we know her. We love her. Um, she's always been in the gym with us. And so it's been really nice to have her. She's a really good coach, and we're lucky. You knew you had a winner when she picked out the Kobe Bryants for your team shoes, yes, right? Yes, of course. You'll see those tonight yes. on BYU TV. <laughs> Sierra Parker, senior libero for ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball in studio. Be with us. At 5'6", you probably feel like you get lost in the trees a little bit, don't you? I mean, Amy Boswell's 6'4", Alexa Gray 6'2". Do you feel like you're lost? Like you're just hiding sometimes out there? Sometimes, I mean, sometimes I just try to not get stepped on, honestly, (laughs) but I mean, it is what it is. It's the nature of the beast, right? Naturally, there's going to be really tall girls out there, so I just, I love it though. I like being the shortest. Five six isn't that short though. That's what's funny. Like well, five six is normal. In that context, in that context, it's short because yeah, you have the So when you guys huddle up and it's it's after you know every point, do you ever say anything that's not like "Let's go"? Anything like that, or do, do you? Does someone say something weird just to keep it fresh? Uh, I would say weird stuff. What Jeremy loves say? this question. Not so much this year, but last year we had a mod. Well, we would kind of say. Socks. We we say socks. Okay. And it will only make sense because we we went to the 49ers, their uh, new facilities, because Heather knows their strength coach. And we met their, you know, sports psychologist, whatever. And he worked with a lot of rugby teams, professionals. And they always had this thing where when they needed to kind of bring it back to the moment, not get so caught up in what's going on, they'd say socks. 
And so we played socks, and we always played for the socks, and every time we would do that, we'd get a fresh new pair of, of socks. Interesting. Socks. So we'd say socks. Socks. Who knew? That gonna... was the reason you went to the national championship. <laughs> that was the reason. Yeah, that was the reason. Is it, it, the reason. It, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, I don't know what the right word is. Weird's not the right word, but you went to the national championship match, and you haven't even been home yet. Yet you guys unveiled that banner, I think, during the men's volleyball season, right? Uh-huh, we did. So I guess in some situations this would have been the night. But do you, do you feel you know positive pressure from what you guys did of, hey, we, we could do something crazy again? Um, yeah, I mean, naturally there's going to be a target on our back because we were there last year and we are ranked number nine, so people want to come out and beat us. But at the same time, we are confident in our abilities and we believe we can get back there. I mean, it's going to take a lot of hard work and that's still months out, but we just got to keep getting better. And as long as we do that, we've got a good chance. So I don't think people appreciate how much you have to sacrifice your body. So you should watch tonight. <laughs> As Sierra throat literally dives all over the floor uh, to dig the volleyball up live on BYU TV. Sierra, good luck against Idaho State. Thank you. Congratulations on the quick start. Thank you. You know, we need to give her some BYU Sports Nation karma, too. Yeah, don't we? totally. Yes. Boom, like 12. Well, you're probably going to play three sets tonight only. So, like, I don't know, nine digs, <laughs> 10. Does that sound good? Hopefully, a couple more. 12. 14. <laughs> 18. Sure. In three sets? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Sierra. Thank you. Garrett 2J of BYU Football will join us next. What does the offensive line coach think about his week one performance? Ron Perlman? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live in Studio B. If you ever miss an episode of BYUSN Live, catch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV 6 Eastern. We've got a Twitter qu- uh, contest going. Send us your best game day game face photo. Photos. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. You can win BYU Sports Nation swag and the Lavelle Edwards signed football. We're going to give you the next two weeks, so the Boise Day game and the UCLA game, to send in your best game day game faces via photos on Twitter. Joining BYU Sports Nation via the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is former BYU quarterback and current quarterbacks coach Jason Beck. Jason, how was your weekend, man? Um, you know, it's kind of bittersweet, actually. Um, obviously, a great win, um, but at the same time, you know, kind of equally devastating. You know, with Taysom's injury, so it was pretty, pretty bittersweet uh, uh, weekend. Job Beck, when did you find out that Taysom Hill had a Liz Frank injury? Um, right away when they took him, you know, when he came back in in the second quarter to play, um, is when they said that he had the, the Liz Frank and, and, uh, so I kind of knew at that point what that meant. Um, and so he kind of gutted it out for a while, the rest of that second quarter and part of the third. And then, um, you know, after the game, no, and that halftime, they knew it was pretty much done for the year. How does he keep playing on the field after a Liz Frank injury? You know, I couldn't tell you except for just the, you know, probably just the juice going from the game. You know, yeah. you're just fired up playing, and so your body hasn't quite, you know, let you know how bad it is yet. And, and you know, it was pretty amazing some of the stuff he was able to do on, uh, you know, with that injury happening. And then it just got to a certain point where um, the uh, medical people told him no more. You know, he was still trying to get in there. And so we went through that two or three times. I kept telling him no more, and he kept running on the field. And then finally they just, um, yeah, I don't know, took his helmet away or whatever. It took him in the locker room, and, wow. and that was it. 
Wow. Jason Beck, BYU quarterbacks coach with us on BYU Sports Nation. What was going on in your mind when you knew, okay, at some point Taysom's going to come out and, and Tanner's going to go in? I mean, really, you're just switch right over into um, the mode of, okay, what does Tanner do best? What do I need, need to cover with him, you know, to get him ready? And then just try to get him, hey, just to keep it simple, be decisive with his reads and make quick decisions. Um, you know, you don't really have too much time to think about any big, big picture stuff. Just, you know, this next play, next series, what do we need to do? And so, um, and, and we have a lot of confidence in, in Tanner. Um, you know, he's played well in camp and he's been working hard. And you know you're always one play away from, from being in there. So, so he prepared um, for that situation. And now Bo Hodges in that situation going into this game. And inside BYU football, the first scene of that from last night was you in fall camp drawing 84. How much did you guys practice it, and did you ever complete it in practice? Well, so we uh, put it in the week of the Nebraska game. You know, we put it in that week. <laughs> Good we thing! Kinda, yeah, we kind of cover all our uh, those crazy situations. You know, your victory, you know, your four-minute, your Hail Mary, just those any of those possible situations that could come up. So we put it in. Uh, we I think we ran it one time. Um, we tell the scouts not to make a play on the ball because we don't want guys jumping up and landing on ankles and, you know, twisting ankles or anything. So we completed it, you know. I mean, we are throwing it pretty much on air when we did it. But, uh, um, but yeah, that's, you know, when it gets to that point, it is the play is what it is. You're just buying time, rolling out, throwing it up, and, and hoping uh, somebody comes down with it. Is the play intended for Mitch Matthews at the front of the end zone? It is intended for our two guys on the right to get down there and then for Mitch to be coming across the front um, because he's coming from greater distance. And then, um, you know, whether it becomes a rebound situation, throw those back to, or uh, like it was where the pass was kind of short and, and he, it was just in position there. So, But we're just running the two guys down there to jump up, and Mitch is coming across in front trailing it, and you hope for the best. So that pass is completed. And also on Inside BYU Football last night, we see a celebration shot of you and the other coaches up there. I don't know if you've seen that, but Jason, how do you feel about your reaction performance in that moment? You know, it's interesting because with me, I'm in the box and we're still kind of essentially working. And so to me, we call the play. You're watching it. You're, you know, excited. But at the same time, you know, I'm expecting good things to happen. And so we hit it, so I kind of celebrate, but I'm not just went from, you know, being deflated to all of a sudden we're victorious because I was never in that position of thinking the game's over. You know, because that whole time you're just working the game management to get this thing won on this last drive. And so I think it's in a way other you know, fans may have a bigger reaction because, you know, they may be hanging their head thinking, ah, we're losing this thing. But, you know, we're just in the moment working the game situation. And uh, and so you haven't had all those thoughts go through your mind or all those emotions, you know. Um, so I kind of, you know, went pretty wild and then, and then celebrated it. But then at the same time, I was kind of ready to move on to 
if they're going to make us kick the kick the extra point or not. You know? <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, and this is so, why you're good at your job. You're so level-headed. You know who wasn't right next to you? you? Kelly Papinga. No, yeah. he was going crazy. <laughs> Kelly uh, Famika. Those dudes were losing their Shane minds. Hunter. You know, uh, yeah, those guys were losing their minds, and and. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I was just kind of in it until it's over, you know, just in it till it's over and, and then go from there. So, okay. Tanner Mangum's, uh, the starting quarterback this week. How much do you have to adjust the playbook if at all for him? Um, we, yeah, we have to adjust it. Uh, we have to simplify it, obviously play to his strengths, uh, more. Um, so we'll do less, you know, of, of the, you know, the zone read type stuff. And, you know, he's not going to be running down the sideline for, for big plays that way. So we'll adjust it. We'll tweak it. Um, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, however you look at it, we went through that uh, similar deal last year when we went to Stu, when Taysom got hurt. So we've kind of been down that path. Well, we know what to do. And really, it's just with any quarterback you got in there, you just want to play to their strengths. So you take the playbook and you uh, adapt it to what they do best to put them in the best situation to be successful with the, the 10 guys around them. And so that's what we'll do um, to give ourselves the best chance on Saturday. When you look at Boise State defensively, what kind of challenges will they present to you? Um, you know, one, they got a lot of experienced players back. And then, two, they um, – they do a lot of things on defense. Um, they don't just line up and play. They just do a lot more different things in the front and with the coverage. Uh, they do a lot of drop eight, so the windows are tighter on that. And so you just got to be ready for the drop eight. You got to be ready for the zone blitz. Um, you know, and they'll give you pretty much every coverage. You know, you think of two, three, four. They'll mix it. They'll zero blitz you. You know, so you just got to be be ready for all those things. Um, so they do a good job with their schemes, and like I said, they have a lot of guys that have played and have experience. So that so they, uh, you know, they're confident and they play hard, and and so we know we'll get their best effort. In the first segment of the show, we were talking about uh, you know the history of freshman quarterbacks playing at BYU and. For fans, uh, you know, to give Tanner Mangum a learning curve. How much as a coaching staff are you, uh, do you, I guess, give a learning curve to him as you try and get him up to speed as quickly as possible? Well, you, uh, you know, we're not uh, naive with, with what we can put on him. You know, we've got to be smart with what we ask him to do and to be successful. Um, and, and, you know, we're confident in Tanner, but at the same time, you know something's going to happen in the course of a game, and, and that's any game. You know, there's going to be a mistake. There's going to be, uh, you know, a blown assignment or whatever it may be. And so it's just a matter of, you know, moving on to the next play. You know, forget about anything negative that happens. Move on to the next play and, and go from there. And so, um, and that you know, same thing when Tanner got in there in the game. You know, he made some mistakes, but at the same time, he made some some great things happen and so that's just kind of the way it goes and the more he plays the more you look to you know have less of those mistakes and and more of the positives so um but again he's been working he's been working his tail off since he got back from his mission and uh and you know he's excited to play and and we're confident in him jason great to talk to you as always fantastic insight and you tell kelly to just to just keep calm okay <laughs> you know, I think they're over there on defense. It's out of their control. So they're, <laughs> at that point, you know, they're just, you know, it's just the pure adrenaline of, of it all. But since, uh, so maybe if the shoe was on the other foot, you know, 
and uh, it was all in the defense's hand. Like maybe Cal, you know. Okay. They had the deal to stop it. I was probably a little more excited then because, you know, <laughs> at that point, you know, it's out of your control and you're just watching it like everybody else. So Kelly knows no other speed. It's it's all good. That's true. That's true. He's he's that way, you know. <laughs> you know, first quarter on, you know, a five-yard play they give up, he'll be – Yelling and screaming, so he's a maniac up there. <laughs> Fair stuff, so. Jason. Good luck against Boise State. All right, thanks, guys. Jason Beck joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Have you ever met a more level-headed dude than well, Jason? Well, I was just wondering if they had to make this kick the extra point. How about his comment on Taysom Hill kept running onto the field and the medical people held him out? It wasn't Taysom saying, I'm done. It was the medical staff. Wow. New bowl projections from ESPN. Where do they have the Cougars after week one? BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Both polls are out. BYU second out in the AP poll, fifth out in the coaches poll. The Cougars host Boise State this Saturday. Countdown to kickoff is live at 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. Women's Volleyball. Ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball play. First Next. home match of the season tonight against Idaho State. Nine Eastern live on BYU TV. Soccer. Women's soccer now number five in the polls. Look at that. The Cougars host Utah State tomorrow night on BYU TV. UNLV Saturday, both at home. Cougars in the NFL. The Chicago Bears cut fullback Paul Asike due to worker visa problems. Huh? But Paul tweeted, I'll be back. Chicago, I'll get this visa sorted out, and I'll be back. Now, the other college football news. Updated bowl projections. ESPN's Brett McMurphy and Mark Schlebaugh have said the Cougars will be bowling. McMurphy has BYU in Hawaii against Illinois. Schlebaugh says still in the Vegas Bowl, but against Stanford this time around. Our Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. We'll give it to Mitch Matthews, Jerem. For his performance in Inside BYU Football. Just so emotional with he and Taysom Hill. What are your expectations for BYU? Tanner Mangum is the quarterback. Here is our elite tweet of the day. At Cosmo Stepson says, I'm hopeful it'll be kind of like when Brian Logan fills in for Jerem Jordan on BYU Sports Nation. A big improvement. So I'm Taysom Hill. What up? Thanks to Michael Elisa, <laughs> Jason Beck, Sierra Parker, and everyone on our crew. The conversation continues on Twitter. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Oh, Download the app on iTunes or tune in. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Drew Miller.